Welcome into the inaugural Hog Reaction 2023 following an Arkansas Razorback victory over the Western Carolina Catamounts 56-13. So for those that bet money on the Hogs, you not only were happy they won, you also won some money today. Alongside Tommy Kraft, I'm Ty Richardson. We are live at CJ's Butcher Boy Burgers in Russellville. Tommy, KJ Jefferson looked pretty on the money today. There's definitely some things that they need to improve, but quarterback is not one of them well 56 points and i know you got an interception return for a touchdown but this was a dominant win you didn't dominate every area of the game the passing game early was as sharp as you could be what was it the first 12 passes for kj he completed there were a lot of really good things that came out of this some things that you know honestly you've got to improve before you get to sec play but for game one 56 to 13 uh, you collected, uh, what was it, five turnovers in the ball game? Uh, that's a pretty good afternoon. Yeah, I think you take that at this point, including Brad Spence, the unfreshman. How, how cool is that for a yeah. freshman in his first college football game of his entire life to take a pick six to the house? So good for Brad. Jane Johnson got one. Hudson Clark got one. Nudie McLaughlin got one. I mean, you had several guys that were making plays out there, and it was it, it was fun to watch. Again, now Sam Pittman 13-0 as a Arkansas head football coach when his team wins the turnover battle. Yeah, and uh, you know, in the end today, I mean, I know we're getting a lot, a lot of fan reaction. You're going to have folks come by there, and uh, uh, we're going to unwind this thing with your calls and texts, but uh, you know, there's some things with the running game I know we're going to dive into and some things that uh, you'd like to see a little stronger. But considering everything that happened today, I think uh, you got to be you got to be satisfied. Maybe not pleased, but satisfied with the way the Razorbacks played today. Yeah, and it started out second play from scrimmage for this Arkansas football team. Jaden Wilson went 65 yards. Pistol ball on the right hash. They're going to throw a bubble left side complete. Lots of room. Jaden Wilson's got a chance to go inside the 40, inside the 30, to the 20, to the 10. Touchdown, Arkansas. Touchdown, Arkansas. Isaac Tesla threw the home run block. Jaden Wilson scores the touchdown, and they're excited at War Memorial Stadium. And that that ended point that Chuck made, talking about Isaac Tesla making a key block on that bubble mm-hmm. street, doesn't happen without that. I mean, you remember in, in 2010, 2011, when you had Jerry Wright, Kobe Hamilton, Greg Childs, uh, Chris Gratt, DJ Williams, and others. One, one of the points that they made just emphatic about every single game was to block, and that was a great block that sprung Jaden today. And you saw some other big-time plays from the wide receivers today as well, Tommy. And they got off to a fast start. That was something I heard Chuck talking with KJ on the uh, Learfield postgame show about. You know, this was – we've talked about opening drives. They, they've they struggled with that in the past. Not the case today. As you just said, two plays. You look at their drive chart today. Arkansas uh, scored touchdowns on their first two drives had seven touchdowns on 12 drives today, had touchdowns on three of their first four possessions. Uh, you know, that, that was the kind of start I think they were absolutely looking for to get the season rolling. Yeah, and again, when you can start as fast as they did and execute in ways certain points they did, I think you're happy about it. Now, Tommy just said again, we heard from KJ. We also want to hear from you on the McClarty Daniel Hotline at 877-377-6963. Again, this is Hog Reaction. It's brought to you by our friends at the Teague Law Firm, where James Teague is now working with his dad, Robert. Whether it's family law, criminal law, or estate planning, call James and the Teague Law Firm at 479 
877 1688. And t law.com is where you're going to find them online. The Teague Law Firm, they can't help you. They'll talk football. And by Signature Bank. Signature Bank, community banking at its pet at its best. Products and business services you need with the customer service you deserve. Go to join.signature.bank to open an account today. Just like the Hogs, they were born in Fayetteville. Signature Bank, equal housing lender, men, member FDIC. And again, we're live at CJ's Butcher Boy Burgers in Russellville. Tommy, we've had several Arkansas fans that were already in attendance earlier today that have stopped by and some are eating right now. I'm kind of jealous, to be quite honest. Now, the you know, the stat sheet here, the the the, the final stats, it is 82 degrees. I guess at kickoff it was. It certainly warmed up as the day went on, as the margin got wider, the, the, the stands cleared out. But it was a better-than-expected crowd, I thought, in Little Rock today. I've read some, some commentary online about getting into the game and the concession stand lines and so on and so forth. But, you know, Almost forty five thousand there today. I thought was a was a good showing for a game in Little Rock against an FCS opponent. All right, so let me share some personal insight from some fans that were talking to me because I listen. It's War Memorial. We have a running joke about it that there's something that goes wrong. So let's let's go over the tally. Refs, Ref <laughs> refs mic didn't yeah. work. Refs mic didn't work. Apparently the internet wasn't working at points during the game. Tommy, the tickets they uh they like let people through security and then didn't scan their tickets i was told they they just let them through security certain points yeah. and they didn't scan the tickets and also apparently they ran out of water no. so it it's kind of the running joke but that just happens from time to time at war but memorial but the point is i thought it was a good showing for you know for what you expected i don't know if there was exactly that many there or that's the, the tickets they sold but on television it presented okay and i thought uh i thought for the opening game against the the level of opponent you had today it was it was a pretty good showing. I thought the Razorbacks, you know, KJ had a good day. The the running game was, uh, you know, we'll get into it. Hundred was it, one hundred and five yards today? You'd hoped Rocket would have gotten off to a better start. You didn't. The the, the battle at the line of scrimmage kind of went like we talked. You didn't win. You, you certainly weren't convinced. I don't know that you lost the battle at the line of scrimmage very often, but you certainly it took a while to lean and wear uh, on Western Carolina. Once you got into the third quarter, Arkansas was blowing them off the line, which they should in a game like this. Um, but, you know, there's there's some things that I think I go back and look at the film, and I, I'll be interested to compare and contrast the thoughts and the, the comparisons when we get through the Kent State game next week. Yeah, again, you kind of said the same thing that I had jotted down in my my game notes, which it's just not that there wasn't an explosion on both sides of the football. It's not it's not overlook the defensive line either. That's all yeah. we've been hearing about in the off season. I was expecting them to overwhelm, and I know they're all some all conference performers on that Western Carolina offensive line, but they should have overwhelmed them at points. And and occasionally you saw some pass rush and stuff, but it wasn't to the degree that I was expecting. Now again. New new scheme to a certain extent, new position coaches, new defensive and offensive coordinators, game one. There's a lot of factors that contribute to that. But, if we uh, again, you, you kind of want to see some bigger signs as we get close. We're three weeks out from LSU in conference. Your conference opener is in the toughest venue in all of college football. That's just something, again, and we hope we see improvement on these next two weeks. Yeah, I think that's a, a fair assessment. I mean, the defensive line didn't take over. Now, you know, from the offensive standpoint, there was a lot of times early, seven, maybe a player two, eight, always at least six kind of crowding the line of the box. They dared you to run or, or dared you to throw by stopping the run and crowding the line of scrimmage. Um, Rocket couldn't find a lot of holes. And, 
you know, if Arkansas found yards, it seemed to be mainly on the edges. Arkansas used the receiver screen game, as we heard earlier, in play number two of the ball game to, to score. And I thought that's where Arkansas found found their creases and found their yards. I mean, they're going to have to find a way to, to get yards between the tackles, but they, uh, they finally found a way to get a few yards inside in the second half. I was really encouraged from a number of different things offensively, but I think what stood out to me the most wasn't even on offense. I think it was special teams. Now, this kid didn't score a touchdown, but I think you saw a little something in a young Fayetteville kid named Isaiah Satania. And whether it was punt returns or kick returns, I mean, he's got a little jitterbug and wiggle to him. I mean, we you saw it firsthand in high school. I've watched highlights and I watched games of his. I mean, the kid can play. He got injured last year. He was a true freshman. You got to get over that. Now he's a, I guess a red, he's either a redshirt freshman or a sophomore. I'm forgetting, but that was one of the key elements that I was like, all right, they, they might have had something. I agree with Rick Schaefer, Tommy. He's going to put one in the end zone at some point this year on a special teams play. Two punt returns for 51 yards. One of them went 39. Two kickoff returns for 83 total. One went 55. I agree. Uh, he's he is the man for the job back there, and. Uh, He'll he'll have a chance, I think, at some point. That could be next week against Kent State. We don't know, but he, I think, just like we heard about in that practice back in August, there will be a 95, 98, 99 yard return that uh, that Satania puts on the board. And I think it, it's too early to draw comparisons to a Joe Adams or someone that's one of the the contemporary greats at returning punts. But I think he has the potential to be in that kind of conversation, you know, a season or two from now. Yeah, let's hope so. All right, so we've got plenty of text that we're going to get to on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. If you want to jump in via phone call, again, our number, 877-377-6963 is the number to call or text in with Tommy and myself. Bill from Northeast Arkansas, he had the, uh, the kind of the lower prediction this morning, the 35-24, to 24, was really happy about this Razorbacks, called it a good game. And uh, kind of like you, Tommy, we were we were both under uh, the the idea that this team would win but not cover, but they covered pretty handily today, well, got quite a def- honestly. Got a defensive score that, that padded the, the total scoring numbers, and that, that's one thing that maybe you didn't have. They scored about the number of points offensively that I thought they would. I thought the defense gave up fewer points than than I thought would be allowed. I thought uh, I thought in the end you you might get into the low twenties, and uh, this is a good good start defensively uh, in that regard. Yeah, and hopefully it, it thirteen points you take. I mean, obviously you take that every Saturday, but you take that in all your non conference games and feel like you've you've really put yourself in a good position to have a number maybe well below thirty before uh, the the season's over on points, you also on points t- per game. Yeah, you also take a K.J. Jefferson outing of 18-23 of for 246 yards, three touchdowns, had a passer rating above 200 and completed 78% of his passes. If he's doing that this season, your offense is going to be rolling again. you got to figure it out a little more running the football, but he did look good passing today. How about the play early when the Western Carolina defender comes in and thinks he's got him oh dead to gosh. rights, runs right into him, thinks, well, this is going to be a good sack uh, stat for me. And just bounces off KJ. KJ rolls out and like nothing had happened. I mean, that was the proverbial brick wall he ran into. Yeah, uh, hopefully uh, he is. Hopefully the young man's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Not KJ, yeah. um, but hopefully <laughs> that guy's okay. I'm, I'm not going to lie, Tommy. Any time that I saw KJ take off and run or get hit or anything, I always, even that I love that throw Jacoby made at the, at the tail end of the game, I just, I, I quiver a little bit. I shiver. I just, I mean, I, I'd like him to have one season where he's completely healthy, and maybe that's the wrong way to look at it when you're watching a game, but 
that's just how I'm feeling when it comes to any contact on my quarterback. Yep, he ran it five times today for 24 yards, threw it 23, talking about K.J., completed 18. With him and Criswell together, they were 20 of 25. That's 80% of their passes complete today. And I think the most impressive thing about the passing game is nine different Razorbacks caught passes in this game today for 274 total yards on 20 catches. So they're developing a depth of talent that got a little game experience today. We'll see how that uh, number changes. I don't think you'll have nine Razorbacks catch passes or eight Razorbacks run the football, but that's what happened today is you had a lot of different guys touch the football. Yeah, spread the wealth. Keep on doing yeah. it. Hopefully we see that throughout the season. Again, we are live at CJ's Butcher Boy Burgers in Russellville. I heard a rumor that Chuck is going to be stopping by at some point <laughs> later on on his way back to northwest arkansas so if you want to come by and see he us said he maybe, couldn't wait to sit down and have a burger with you after the game that's, i think that, that's that what not he surprising said? at all he I, probably learned he maybe probably i learned don't maybe i don't honest. quite remember that uh, exactly how he said it on the morning rush but it, it was something it was like something that it was something like, that, like yeah. that so if you're driving back save to him northwest, a seat just in case yeah. save him a seat right next to you yeah if you're driving back to northwest arkansas or if you're driving back to the river valley wherever you're coming from if you're going to pass the Russellville CJs, the iconic, the OG original Russellville CJs. Come on by and see us again. This is Hog Reaction presented by the T-Law Firm and Signature Bank. Again, more of your calls, more of your texts when we return right here on ESPN Arkansas and hit that line.com. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. Prize Picks is a skill-based, real-money daily fantasy sports game. How does it work? Well, you pick two to six players, and if they will go for more or less than their prize picks projection. Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Find out all about it at prizepicks.com HTL. And use code HTL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash HTL. And use the code HTL for that first deposit match of up to $100. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. prizepicks.com. Daily fantasy sports made easy. With the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You can save time, eat well, and stay on track with a healthy lifestyle. We are offering a special deal for you. If you head to factormeals.com slash HTL50 and use code HTL50, you can get 50% off. This September, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your options and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals that can be ready in just two minutes. No prep and no mess. Try Factor and you'll still be able to get the flavor and nutritional quality you want and need. Remember, go to factormeals.com HTL50 and use code HTL50 to get 50% off. That's code HTL50 at factormeals.com slash HTL50. Motorcycle Riders of America say, give me the hogs, Chuck. 
Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. You're listening to Hog Reaction presented by Teague Law Firm and Signature Bank. Live at CJ's Butcher Boy Burgers in Russellville. And welcome back into Hog Reaction where we got a full house here at CJ's in Russellville. What did what Coach Pittman think about his team's performance after the game? Let's go and hear what Coach had to say. I thought in spurts we played really well. Obviously the turnovers were big for us. We had too many penalties. We didn't run the ball as well, and especially in the first half, as I thought we would be able to. But, you know, we scored points. You know, we scored 35 points at KJ and the receivers. I tell you, our receivers caught the ball extremely mm. well today, man. You know, we got to work on the run game a little bit. Defensively, uh, I thought we played really well, got turnovers. and. Offensively, I just you know we played a good game. If I was going to say anything, we got to cut down on the penalties. Got to do a little better uh, running the football. So Tommy, that was Coach's thoughts on the game, and you and I probably honed in on him talking about them not running maybe as as much as they would like to. So I would ask our audience again at eight seven seven three seven seven six nine six three again our McClarty Daniel hotline. Why was Arkansas not able to run the ball today? against an FCS opponent. Tommy, I'll, I'll let you kind of kick that one off. Well, I think early Western Carolina was stacking up the, the line of scrimmage. They just dared you to throw, and Arkansas succeeded throwing the football. They were not going to get beat by Rocket Sanders and K.J. Jefferson. And listen, that's the game plan I think any of us that are far less intelligent than any of the coaches that were in this game today would have put together. That's where you start. Hey, if we're going to get beat, we're not going to let Rocket Sanders, we're not going to let number five and number one wear us out. And I think that's they stuck to their guns early on that. It takes time to wear down a defensive line. I don't think Arkansas's offensive line was quite in sync. Latham may be your best offensive lineman. He wasn't there today. He didn't play today. So I, I think there's there's more than one factor in why you couldn't run the ball early. I mean, it was, it was dismal. I mean, at one point in the second quarter, you had negative rushing yards for like seven neg- negative seven yards. Turned it around, second half, you – End up what with what was it 105 yards for the for the ball game? Um, yeah. It's not what you want. It's not what's going to work in in an SEC game. But I think uh, in SEC teams are going to probably not even have to put as many in the box to be as effective, depending on who you're playing. So I, I think there was more than one reason why Arkansas couldn't run. But I think mainly Western Carolina's defense sold out to stop the run, and Arkansas took advantage with a smart offensive coordinator to to go to the pass and, and made them pay with touchdowns on three of their first four drives. Yeah, and, and sometimes the defense dictates what you do if it's a loaded box. Not that you can't still run against a loaded box, but if it's a loaded box, you can still, again, go after a little bit. And I had, I had someone, we actually, I would really appreciate it. So we had four guys stop in from Rogers that are on their way back to Northwest Arkansas, Brock, Perry, GW, and Bob. Appreciate them stopping by here at CJ's, talk with me a little bit. But one of the things they pointed out to me, and I hadn't thought about this, was K.J. Jefferson, I only think he took the ball three or four times on maybe some read plays. A lot of times those those plays, those run plays, Tommy, were, I felt like, just designated to get a rocket, A.J., Rashad, DeBinier, and, and Augustov, and then, then 
they it wasn't necessarily an option at this point, which you don't want to see a lot of quarterback run options in game one, I think. Yeah, so, I mean, in the end, it's is it concerning that you didn't run the ball at will and, uh, and as effectively as you want against a team that's an FCS team? I, I can understand. I, I'm on board. I'm, I'm on that train a little bit. But sometimes you take what the defense gives you. Yeah. And I think uh, Western Carolina was giving him the edge, and um, and you saw Arkansas take advantage of that. Some, I mean, there's, there's a lot of ways to win and a lot of ways to lose a football game. And Western Carolina made a decision early. They weren't going to let the Razorbacks run it between the tackles, and they were effective doing that. So Arkansas took their yards elsewhere. Yeah. So hopefully, again, Arkansas will – be able to continue and get better the offense the rest of the way. We got Scott in Ashflat that is on the phone with the world. Scott, we will get to you when we start the next hour. We'll have other calls and text again at 877-377-6963 on the McCarty Daniel Hog line. It's Tommy Kraft. It's Ty Richardson. This is Hog Reaction presented by Teague Law Firm and Signature Bank as we are live at CJ's Butcher Boy Burgers. Come on by and see us if you want some good grub on the way home. We still got another hour and a half with you on ESPN Arkansas and hit that line.com. All right, it is another hour and a half of Hog Reaction alongside Tommy Kraft. I am Ty Richardson. Again, our number, 877-377-6963 on the McClarty Daniel Hotline as we are live from CJ's in Russellville. Really appreciate Teague Law Firm and Signature Bank being a part of this and Keith Wilson and his team and Sally for letting us hang out. Tommy, I, can you smell the burgers I through can, the, the microphone? I can almost I can hear that the grease just popping off the griddle. You know, we're we were talking about there's a bunch of different ways to win a football game. Western Carolina took away uh, the the run early, so Arkansas passed. There's about a million different ways to make a burger at CJ's, too, if you stop and think about it. You could go mayonnaise and mustard with no onion and pickle and lettuce. I mean, there's a bunch of combinations that are on the board. Add bacon, add grilled onions, do the fresh jalapenos or the grilled jalapenos. you got multiple cheese options there. I'd go double cheese option, actually. Yeah, here's what I get. I mean, this is the, the right way to do it if we're a being A lot of honest. ways to you win go- at CJ's. Yeah, you do the the double patty, you do pepper jack cheese, you do grilled jalapenos, grilled onions, grilled mushrooms, you do tomatoes, and you do fry sauce. And that Mm. you have an immaculate burger. You get fries, you get the fry sauce, and you get yourself a cake batter shake. And you are uh, good to go. I'll go mayonnaise with uh, double cheddar, uh, bacon, lettuce, tomato pickle. That works, too. That's pretty good. And fry fry sauce is like the, the KJ of uh of cj's i mean you just gotta yes. have the fry sauce keith, you can't do keith, without it keith has uh done a wonderful job and we got again a full house here at the russell i know the Fayetteville yeah. one's packed based on how it always is at weddington so again if you're drop, coming back from the game come by and see us i wonder how chuck wants his burger maybe you could order it early for him because you you said he was going to stop by and sit next to you and eat a burger right well i hope so he'd be <laughs> lying to, he'd be lying to me if he doesn't come by or maybe maybe chuck... he just honks as he drives by exit 81 maybe that's what'll well, happen i guess that would suffice <laughs> at this point just honk twice honk the horn twice chuck as you uh, roll yeah. by we're going to talk yeah. to chuck he's going to join us uh probably in about an hour here on hog reaction all right let's go to north East Arkansas, hey, as we welcome good. in. Yeah, hey, listen, you know I know where Ash Flat was. I, I'm starting to, as we continue again to to broaden our statewide reach. I've started to look at this this thing called a map every once in a while, <laughs> and this uh, and the, the, the Arkansas it's up near the Salem, state. right? Yes, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Scott, welcome into the program. What's going on, man? 
What's up, my fellas? Thanks for having me. Uh, Ash Flat is probably about 18 miles on further east from Salem. We're, we're close to the Strawberry, or well, excuse me, Spring River, South Fork, that area, and their foot, foothills. You're in, the, you know. you're in the suburbs of Viola, right? Well, yeah. Well, no, they're in the <laughs> suburbs of Ash Flat. Excuse me. Hey, right, now just got a couple of observations, guys. Uh, I thought the special teams, especially the punter and the return game, was excellent. Mm-hmm. Thought thought that was excellent. That punter should have been co MVP of the game. Yeah. And uh, I know that I, we noticed right off that the the offensive line wouldn't get no push for the run game, but they did they did protect the quarterback well. In the past mm-hmm. game, I think when Latham gets back and they can get Kent State and BYU under their belt, uh, that'll probably get better. I thought the defense made some big plays. I think tackling still needs to be uh, a, a, an emphasis in practice, but they made big plays. A lot of you know, but that was good. Uh, the passing game was great. I was really impressed with the new receivers. Really impressed with them. Really impressed. And uh, the D-line, even though they didn't get a ton of sacks, but I thought Curlin Bell had a great game plan on getting the ball out of the quarterback's hand real quick. You know, and that will negate a lot of your pass rush. But, they, you know, they stayed. They, they like, still, like I said, they got a lot of tackles for loss. And I was impressed with that. Uh, linebackers, Jordan Crook sounded good. Now, hey, Trust me, guys. I listened listened to this over the radio. I didn't get to see it, so I, I listened to the call on the radio. So I'm just going by what I what I heard. And the D line, I think, going to be all right. They're real deep, and uh, maybe maybe Pooh Paul can get this out of his system quick and realize he can't kill everybody and be back for the second half next week. But yeah. as a whole. I would give the grade a, a solid B as a whole, and I'd like to know y'all's opinion on that. Yeah. Well, Scott, you wanted to do a lot there. We appreciate you calling in. Again, if you want to jump Good in with call. us on, on the McClory Daniel Hotline, feel free to do so, 877-377-6963. He mentioned Chris Poopal, Chris who will not be able to play the first half next week. Clear targeting call, right call by the ref. Uh, Tommy, there's really other, no way to slice it that yeah. that was exactly what was called by Ken Williamson. Clear, clear and obvious. They'll probably appeal because that's what you do, and it won't won't be overturned, and he'll miss the first half. He brought up special teams. Max Fletcher, five punts, 245 yards, averaged uh, 49 yards, dropped two down inside the 20. I think he absolutely was one of your stars of the game. If we'd have had uh, odds on the Bet Saracen app, before the game of Cam Little not kicking a field goal, didn't attempt one, obviously didn't make one, we'd have probably lost money on that, right? We'd have all had Cam Little having at least a field goal in the game. Oh, yeah. Didn't even get a chance at one today and uh, was perfect on his extra points. So I guess we'll wait another week perhaps to see. And, and we shouldn't be complaining about no field goal attempts. That means you were good in the red zone, and that's exactly what Arkansas was. What was it, 5-5 five of five today in the red zone? So uh, that's exactly uh, what you want to be. And uh, – so, you know, Cam Little can wait another week, but I thought special teams, when you roll Satania in there, uh, were excellent today. Yeah, and I, I, if you want to give Cam credit for something, it was he executed what he was asked to do. I mean, the only one that they really 
he I, I told I watched Coach Pittman like tell him like something after one kick and they squipped it the next kick. So I'm assuming he was told him just to test the return coverage, mm-hmm. and then he banged most of them through the back of the end zone except that one that the guy returned it like nine yards deep yeah. and then got plastered and there was a holding call. So. If you want to say, I mean, Cam executed what he was allowed to do. He just he didn't get called out to a field goal like you're saying. No, and, and and that squib kick, I think you're, that's exactly what was called because I, I mean, it didn't look like he had missed the kick or you know some kind of misstep or you know we, we wouldn't know how to analyze it perfectly, but that, that's a, it looked like he executed exactly what was called there. Yeah. So again, good stuff from Cam Little. He's going to be called upon, especially with the special teams. And let's not look again. You you were talking about Max Fletcher there, y'all. We we're we weren't shy about banging on Max Fletcher and Reed Bauer a little bit last year. I mean, they were inconsistent. You never knew which one of them was going to punt. It wasn't good. Scott Fountain looks like, at least in game one, Max is starting to – I mean, this kid apparently was killed. He dominated in practice. It just – you didn't see it in the game last year. So, hopefully, Max will see more consistency from them because even if you get stacked up in the, in the backfield or if there's a negative play and you're going to have to punt, if you got a guy that can bang it 50-plus yards – that changes field position, and we didn't. Arkansas didn't have that last year from Reed Bauer, and Max Fletcher. Hopefully, you do this year. Yeah, back to, to kick, back to the kickoffs for just a second between Little and Ford. You had eight kickoffs in the game, and six of them were touchbacks. So, um, yeah, that that that's a good weapon to have when you make the opponent go seventy-five yards. And we're going to look at some yards and kind of compare what you got versus what you could have got later on in the show. That's a that's a good weapon right there when you can make the other team have to go seventy-five. Yeah. Passing was a weapon today. Again, K.J. Jefferson looked really good. Justin points out that he really took advantage of the middle of the field. I thought there was a lot of post patterns and crossing routes from Andrew Armstrong and Isaac Tesla. I thought both those guys took advantage. Both of them ranging about 6'4", good speed, good agility. And, Tommy, I thought K.J. – there was only one – and I was like, he threw it like five yards short. He duffed it, basically. I was like, well, KJ duffed that like I did with my chipper last week. But outside of that, there wasn't really a throw that I watched today. I was like, man, KJ was just off on that one. And the one time he got sacked and then fumbled the ball, that was, and then he got back on it. That, that, that's one you'd like to have back, and I'm sure they'll, you know, they'll shore that up before next week. Yeah. All right, back to the McClarty-Daniel hotline where our friend Eddie in Clarksville is waiting, Eddie. I had some some friends stop by and uh, they wanted to see you, man. I was wish you were wishing you were here with me at CJ's. Well, sir, I'm still stuck over here in Bryan. I went to visit my grandkids, so I'll be a little bit late getting back into Clarksville. But let me say this: you know, for any season opener for any team in the country, there are positives and there are negatives you can take away. Certainly, there were some negatives we could take away from this game, but I'd say there's more positives than negatives. And so, so we got the season kicked off, win number one, and we got a little steam headed back to Fayetteville, take on Kent State for win number two, baby. That's all I care about, the bottom line. The bottom line is I thought the receivers, you know, for a new receiving court, I'd give them a. Hey, they stepped up. I mean, for their first game, and you know, they stepped up and made plays. That's what I call home delight. And certainly they provided today on the playing field. I thought the special teams played outstanding so you know what you know that what was it 100 degrees today out on the field what you know it probably felt like 110 so we got some new offensive linemen they're going to get better when we get brady back it's going to help solidify that offensive line and i can't wait so win number one let's crank up today let's get physical to the offensive line i believe they will and so we're gaining steam, baby. And so all aboard the 
Thank you, Eddie. I appreciate it. Yeah, again, it's game one. They got things to shore up like every other college football team does. The offensive line, did they run block great today? No. Pittman will tell them that. Cody Kennedy will tell them that in the post game. Probably already talked about it, to be quite honest. But it's a, it's getting it's a long season. We've got 11 game, regular season games left. Hopefully a bowl game on top of that. And hopefully you'll keep seeing improvement because I guarantee you that's going to be one of the lower rushing totals that Rocket has this year. Yeah, and uh, you know the old adage of making the most jump between week one and two, we'll see. I know a lot of people have been upset. We've talked about it all summer, the schedule, the four-game stretch. Would you like to reshuffle that now? Or are you glad you have the game you had today with Western Carolina, Kent State, and then BYU? After what you saw today, are you – are you okay with the schedule now, even though it means that four-game stretch, or would you like to have LSU next week right now or A&M next week right now? I think we're all probably pretty pleased after uh, what we saw today. And with with the lack of running game, you got a couple of more weeks to get the kinks out before that four-game stretch. I surely wouldn't want to see any of those four teams next week if the schedule was a little bit different to ease the pain in a month from now. No, no question about it. All right, last call of the segment goes to Justin in Paris, home of the Eagles. Justin, what's up, man? Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. I'm kind of like the caller, you know, the one before Eddie. I didn't get to watch the game, but I listened to most of it on the radio. I've been at work all day driving a truck. But, uh, hey, you can't ask for a better first game, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I probably could have run the ball better, but it's kind of like a old vehicle that's been parked outside for six or seven months you started up <laughs> that's gonna have to get the bugs worked out of it you know and uh hey like you said good thing we got you know another two or three games to do that mm-hmm. but uh i think they look good and, hey couldn't ask for a better day at work getting the list of the hogs man appreciate the call guys well hey justin we appreciate you i, I think that might be the best comparison tommy that we've yeah. had thus far on this program they had a little sputtering at that well i say that i still think they just took what the defense gave them i think you got a smart guy calling plays with dan enos and western carolina more or less crowded the line of scrimmage at times took away some of the run could you have done some things with your offensive line to get a better push perhaps smarter people than me can analyze and break that down but in the end, you saw opportunity on the edges. You did that with the passing game, and Arkansas took advantage of it. Yeah, they did. All right, guys, we've heard from northeast Arkansas. We've heard from the River Valley. We've heard from Clarksville. We've heard from all over this point. We want your calls. We want your texts. It's Hog Reaction presented by Teague Law Firm, and it's sitting at your bank. We are live at CJ's Butcher Boy Burgers in Russellville. Come by and see us. All right, back in here on Hog Reaction. Tommy Kraft, Ty Richardson, live at CJ's Butcher Boy Burgers in Russellville, if you want to come by and see us. We are presented once again by Teague Law Firm and Signature Bank. Tommy, still, again, plenty to get into here for the next five minutes or so. We'll be going, keeping this thing rolling until about 6.30. Now, we were talking about Chris Paul, who got ejected in the second half of this game. Won't be able to play the first half. One of the guys that I really enjoyed watching today was Jaheim Thomas. The young man, I say young man, he's in more of an upperclassman from Cincinnati. I thought he made a, a couple big-time plays and hits, especially with some questions at linebacker. I don't know if he necessarily solidified my concerns, but I like what I saw from him today. Yeah, and I was just uh, digging through the notes here to get the, the tackle chart and kind of see where Arkansas was and 
Jaheim Thomas is right at the top of the list and uh, tackle had a one and a half tackles for loss today, four solo t- tackles, to- eight total tackles in the game. So uh, your tackles, when you look at Thomas and Singletary, Paul was fourth, uh, uh, Johnson was third. I mean, they came from where you want them to come from. I mean, that, that's the way the defense is set up is to funnel those to the linebackers. So the guys making the tackles are the ones that got him. Are the yeah, ones that were supposed to be making the tackles are the ones that got them. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully it continues to to see improvement from the linebacker, and you continue to see defensive pressure and whatnot, and on and on. Yeah, so it'll uh, you know, I don't what think are you chuckling I, at over there. Oh, I, I just just texting some things that are coming in, but I don't think uh, you'll see Chris Paul's uh, play overturned. There is a an appeal and a review process. He lowered his helmet, hit him right in the chin. I don't see that one getting changed. I don't even know if Arkansas will send it in. They probably will just for just for uh, posterity, but uh, I don't think that's a waste of time. It's a, exactly. It's a, it's a, it's a waste of time. He was a targeting call. Listen, I'm not, I've never wanted to defend or compliment an official on a good call. It was a good call. He's not going to play the first down. You should always compliment the Let's official on. on good calls. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Would, uh, would, Logan, you, would you define it as clear and obvious? Yes, it was yeah. the most obvious thing of anything called all day. Yeah. Chris lowered his head hit the quarterback, he's not playing the first half next week. Yeah. Clear as day. And I guarantee his dad probably thinks the same thing. All right, text out of the 479. This is from Logan, who's in North Carolina, Tommy. He's listening to us. Cullowee, North Carolina, where the Catamounts mm. are. It's about yeah. two hours where he is. He said he got a few weird looks today wearing his Razorback hoodie. Now, again, college game day is in Charlotte, North Carolina, between the Gamecocks and the Tar Heels later on tonight, which should be a fun matchup. I'm excited about that. We do need to get some some scores coming up because Dion got himself first dub. Wait, you told me the, on the pregame show they weren't going to be any good. They were undersized. They were. They may not even be bowl eligible when the season's over. Yeah, that was. And then they go out and win. That was on the morning rush, but not the pregame. So, uh, but no, I listen, well, did you he, did you he say it? Wrong. did you say he it? proved me wrong? Yeah, <laughs> he proved me wrong. And when Alabama loses to Texas week two, I can say the exact same thing well, back to you about well, that you to, think Alabama's going by three touchdowns. To your point, just looking at the scoreboard, Texas leads Rice in the fourth quarter to start the fourth quarter, 37-3. I don't know if that's overwhelming or convincing, but uh, that's that's Texas is off to a decent start, I guess. Well, Logan, you wear your Razorback hoodie with pride, whether you're in North Carolina, South Carolina, or in Arkansas. We're happy you're representing the Arkansas Razorback. Zach and Paragol, Tommy, texted in on the McClarty-Daniel Holland. He wants to know our favorite play from today. If you had to pick out one mm, play, and I've yeah. got a couple of them that I can probably download and play for us one point. Uh, what gonna, was your it, favorite play? didn't have anything to do with scoring. I thought the one that, that just comes to mind, I already mentioned it once, is when the Western Carolina defender, I think it was number eight, I don't remember, came in, thought he had, had K.J. dead to rights, and he just ran into the proverbial brick wall. I mean, just... Mm-hmm. And KJ didn't move. It didn't stun him a bit. That was my favorite play from the game is the guy coming in full speed. And, I mean, it was just like uh, Wiley Coyote or something. He just hit, hit KJ and down he went. That, that was that was my favorite play of the day. Yeah, that's a – Tommy, that's a good one. It really is. If I had to pick one, and I got it queued up, so I'll play it. It, it was that Isaac Tesla 31-yard yeah. touchdown. Jefferson. Off the zone read, play action, pumps once, looking deep, Tesla at the goal line, complete touchdown, Arkansas. Man, is this guy a find or what? Tesla with the score, and it's 20 to nothing. We're going to do this. I don't know if we'll do it with Chuck when he calls in in just a bit or if we do it on Monday. Oh, he's coming by there, right? He's he's probably about uh, Atkins right now. I'm sure he's 
honing in on exit 81 to to sit with you. That's what he that's what he said. Go man. ahead and get it. He wants a burger with cheese and mustard and grilled onions on it. So go ahead and just get it all ready know, for him. Listen, all I know is I'm I'm going to be pretty sad, Chuck, if you don't stop by because I know he's listening right now. I mean, I was driving back to either Clarksville or Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, well. So I'm just letting you know, Chuck, I'm going to be heartbroken and distraught <laughs> If you don't stop by, no. and not only will I be that way, but all these Razorback fans that are here will be that way. So not only are you doing a disservice <laughs> to me, but you're doing a disservice to your fans in uh-huh. Razorback Nation. So uh, stick that in your pipe and, and smoke it. You buddy, just ruined the whole deal, if right? If you don't stop by, well, yeah. if he doesn't stop by, it's going to be even worse now for yeah. him. But hopefully, hopefully he does at this point. But we are going to ask him at some point either today or on Monday. Hey, I need you to tell us how to pronounce these names. Because I'm sick of saying it three different ways. Because I, I think I just said it two different. I think I just said Isaac Tesla like two different ways there. I need to figure it out. We, to get to we want to get it right now. It's it's Augustav, right? Augustav. It's like Augusta National with a V on the end. Augustav. Augustav. Because uh, I've heard that the running back. I've heard it pronounced two or three different ways. They, the phonetic pronunciation. Um, table or whatever they used to provide to, to help you with that uh, would be very handy with more than one. It seems like names are getting harder and harder to pronounce these days. Are they? John well, Smith. Yeah. There's no more John Smiths on, on the roster anymore. There's no more John Smiths no. on the roster anymore. No. Yeah, no, I would uh, I would probably say that's one. Well, another play that, uh, that people were talking about, Tommy, was you remember that one that KJ almost – like it, it was a, it looked like a bad exchange between him and Dominique Johnson. He ended up taking it, scampered 17 yards. He had a clear path. It was a good read. It just took a little bit. I think that was a, a fun play to watch as well. You remember which one I'm talking about? Describe that again. So it was a it was a read option play, and I think Dominique Johnson oh, when he, was in when the he, backfield when he buried it in the belly, and it, and then he pulled it out late. Yeah, it down near the goal almost. line and ran in. Yeah, and at first they <laughs> you know you thought it was a trick play. Hey, yeah. they did this, and he hid the ball, and there was some some trickeration and deception with the football. Yeah, the ball just got stuck in the mesh point, and it just worked out right. And he, he about hit his head on the goalpost on that play. That was yeah, that was another great play. I mean, he walked. Uh, yeah, run, run, run and hit your head on the goalpost, young fella. That was great. I was, yeah, that's yeah, all. He just fun handed it to the back judge. So. Yeah, he, uh, that was. I thought that was funny. Yeah. JP said his favorite was the Brad Spence touchdown. That was a good on one the too. field. Hill. One of the freshmen. Dean's going to throw, and it's intercepted at the 15. Spence has picked it off, and he's going to go the distance. 50, 40, 30, 20. Brad Spence to the house. An interception return for a score 85 yards in his first game as a Razorback. How about that? Young man from Houston, Texas. Now, I'm not going to say that Chuck is a fortune teller, but I do remember him specifically saying on the Give Me the Hogs Chuck podcast that Arkansas was going to have a chance to have an interception return for a touchdown. And the young freshman, he he made sure that Chuck's prediction, not necessarily prediction, but thought came through. I think it was prophecy. Not prediction, but prophecy. Yeah. So yeah, it's good to see a freshman have a have a play like that, and uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of young players got involved uh, in in today's game. So I mean, I thought you know as the game unfolded in the third, and really it was more fourth quarter where you really started seeing the mass substitutions. It was great to see those guys, and I know a lot of people in Moralton, just a little bit down the road, about forty miles down the road from where you're at, were very happy to see Jacoby Criswell get in. Yeah, that was uh, we got some text about that. Bill from Northeast Arkansas. On the McClarty Daniel hotline, like when Hudson Clark got that interception, because yeah. he feels like he's the most uh, 
most hated guy in the team by fans at times for, for whatever reason. He gets a lot. He gets a lot of crap from fans, man. Well, well, I think I mean, it's what, and, I, and I don't know why. It's it, it, all he's done is just played his guts out and saved you a few times. He was, you know, key to a win at BYU last year. He's, you know, is he the best player on the team? No, but it, all he does is just get out there and make plays every week. Yep, got an interception. Him and Nudie, who led the team in interceptions, Dwight McLaughlin, also got himself an interception as well. So the defense made plays and the offense converted on a lot of those missteps by Western Carolina. Again, we're live here at CJ's in Russellville. Going to hear from Chuck momentarily. Wouldn't be surprised. I was hoping to see his his bright smile in person, but um, I don't know if we're going to get that. He might. I'm just sure the police me. escort will roll in any moment now at CJ there. That, that is a good point. We have had a number of people stop by, listeners. Uh, yeah. Talking with uh, former Razorback Richard Smith. We had a conversation about the game. Uh, JW in London, who doesn't live too far from here, he stopped by and then Several other Morning Rush listeners have made their way and gotten themselves burger, fries, and shakes, and uh, driven home happy and uh, happy, and not hungry. Tommy, they've been uh, they've been definitely full after leaving here. I think you go burger, fries, and soft drink, and then you go back through the line and get your milkshake and for the ride home. Is that is that the pro move? I think it's a pretty good move, man. Um, get, I'm not uh, a shake with the burger and fries guy. I, I, I don't mind the shake, but that I, I need something a little less heavy to wash it down with. I get a water with it, yeah. so I gotta. I, if I'm gonna have, I'll get yeah. a shake and I'll Health get a water. Health nut while you're it. eating your burger, you get some water yeah. to go with it, right? Uh, you, know, you know, I'm. I'm Give me the good. double cheeseburger, extra bacon, uh, the large fry, the fry sauce, and a and a diet coke. That's what exactly, <laughs> exactly. All right, well, we're gonna hear uh, from Chuck again coming up, and I really appreciate Teague Law Firm being a part of Hog Reaction. James and Robert do a great job all over not just Northwest Arkansas, but all over Arkansas. And if you need help with family law, criminal law, and estate planning, give them a call at four seven nine eight seven seven sixteen eighty eight or online at teague lawcom If they can't help you. They'll talk some football with you. And by Signature Bank. Signature Bank, community banking at its best. They have the business services and the service that you deserve. Join.signature.bank and open an account today. Just like a hogs, Signature Bank was born in Fayetteville. Signature Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Come by and see us. We're at CJ's in Russellville. This is Hog Reaction. All right, back here at Hog Reaction, again, live at CJ's in Russellville. I, I've been doing us a disservice for the first hour because I haven't really gone into any scores college football today. I feel like I have to say that a lot when uh, I'm on the radio. Say, is, there, is that really a new, a new thing, a new trend? It's just kind of, it's yeah. kind of the norm at yeah. this point. But the biggest game of the day thus far is Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes going down to Fort Worth, Texas to take on Chandler Morris and the Frogs getting a win 45-42 to 42 in favor of the bus. Tommy. Shadur Sanders has himself a good day, but really the big story was Travis Hunter playing two ways. We hadn't seen this in, in a while in D1 college football, but Travis Hunter, man, he had himself a game in Fort Worth against the TCU Horned Frogs. Yeah, I had that one kind of on my second TV, just keeping an eye on it, and you know, I thought for a while that you know TCU was going to overtake them and um, you know, Colorado just kept fighting back, putting points up, and uh, after uh, you know, kind of just a steady offensive performance, they they scored fourteen fourth quarter points and win that game. So I mean, for everyone that thought this was going to be a long longer term experiment and that Dion wouldn't work, and 
for what you had to say Friday on the morning rush? Well, I mean, you know, you didn't beat Alabama. You didn't beat Georgia. You didn't beat Ohio State, but you did beat a top 20 team at in their house. And the graphic I saw uh, on the broadcast at the end of the game, first time since 2002 that Colorado's went on the road to beat a top 20 team. They're 0 for 27 in the last 21 years till today. Again, the defending national champion runner-up got beat on their home field, and that's that you just heard it and heard that to that point. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty crazy thus far. Other games again that are going on right now. Ohio State was heavily favored against Indiana. They're barely winning. In, I say barely. They're up twenty-three in Bloomington right now. It's the end of the fourth with about five minutes to go. They're going to win that one. Wisconsin's up 20 on points. Buffalo. Twenty points. Yeah. Fifty-five minutes into this ball game, that doesn't sound like the number three team in the country. They're having quarterback issues, Tommy. They don't know who's going to play at this point. The fans don't know. I don't think Ryan Day knows. Something to, to keep an eye on. SEC games that I know a lot of our audience cares about. Really, it's first week. There's not a lot of good ones. UMass got clobbered today by Auburn. They're up right now 59-14. Mississippi State handling southeastern Louisiana 41-7. Georgia up early 7-0 on Tennessee Martin. Games that have concluded to this point. Again, Florida... Utah or Florida, Missouri, and, and Vanderbilt have already played. Kentucky beat Ball State today, 44 to 14. Mississippi, Ole Miss beat Mercer, 73 to 7. But one of the games that stood out to you and me was Tennessee beating Virginia, 49 to 13. And what did Joe Tessitore call Joe Milton, Tommy? <laughs> Bazooka Joe. Bazooka Joe. It's well, 200 yards, two touchdowns in the win today, and 49 uh, Tennessee points as they roll up Virginia, an ACC team, 49 to 13. Yeah, they uh, they were twenty eight point favorites in that game. That game was played in Nashville and in tight in uh, Nissan Stadium, by the way. But that was not much of a competition. We'll see what Tennessee does when it takes on some some better opponents in the mm-hmm. SEC, particularly Georgia, coming up in November. Those are some of your scores from today. Again, Week One's not great. You got a big game tonight with North Carolina and South Carolina, and then a big game tomorrow with. LSU taking on Florida State in Orlando. Texas up 37-10 to 10 on Rice with three minutes to go. They're going to win. And did you see what OU did to Arkansas State today? 73 to nothing in Norman, Oklahoma. I don't know how Butch Jones is allowed to coach D1 football, to be quite honest. I mean, Arkansas State, like, you've had some good teams and good coaches in Jonesboro. Arkansas fans, I'm glad that Arkansas didn't play them last like prior to Pittman getting here, because you might have lost. But for whatever reason, they just elected to hire Butch Jones. And I'm telling you, if you're an, if you're an Arkansas State apologist, he's not the guy. They need to they, they need to do something else. And uh, just got rocked in Norman today. But, you know, as I look through the scoreboard, other than Colorado, TCU, I mean, as of right now, there's, there's not anything in the top 25 of the SEC that was really worth – being it really just entertaining at all now. A and M plays New Mexico yeah. at six o'clock tonight. Alabama plays Middle Tennessee. Let's go Lobos! Come on Lobos, get it done I mean, in College Station. I guess we can hope for North Carolina, South Carolina to be entertaining. We just have not been entertained today. Michigan uh, beats East Carolina thirty to three. There just really hadn't been a a game as you just scroll through the scoreboard that was. Can't miss TV. Notre Dame beats Tennessee State 56-3. to Zach Harnes thinks they won the Super Bowl today somehow. He was texting us earlier. I mean, it just, uh, it's been a lackluster college football Saturday for the most part. Uh, you're right. And I'll say this. We got a text out of the 479. I mean, dion has been the best part of today. <laughs> no, he has. Not even close. It's, I mean, it, it's, it, 
uncomparable. Now, if you're an Arkansas fan, the best part of today was getting a, a pretty convincing win against Western Carolina. If you're a college football fan, the Deion Sanders has, has taken the, the mantle, at least for this Saturday on week number one. Now, we'll see what happens tonight and what happens tomorrow. But Deion, listen, everyone has an opinion of Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders is good for college football. Now, I don't agree with everything he says, like the, the fight thing he said a couple weeks back. I don't know if that's necessarily great to be telling kids, hey, if one of your buddies gets in a fight, you should get in the fight too. But him winning mm-hmm. first game in Fort Worth was massive for today's honestly lackluster schedule, as you just said, Tommy. Okay, so Colorado goes on the road and beats the 17th-ranked team in the country. There's no question Colorado's going to enter the poll this week. At what point at what ranking does Colorado enter the poll after this after this win they're like 22 they they get Nebraska at home next week they'll probably win that Matt Rowland company barely lost to Minnesota on Thursday night I expect them to start 0-2 I think they'll be in that like 21-22 range they won't jump them up to like 16 or 15 I don't think see I just wonder if, it, if, if people get too hyped I mean I'm just looking there's there's not any upsets to really knock anyone out other than TCU not not to this point there's still some games to be played but I think they enter in the top 20 just because of the, the hype train of Dion. You know what? They could. Uh, maybe maybe people fall in love, like you're saying. And, Guzzle um, the Kool-Aid. Guzzle it, the prime, it, it the prime flavored Kool-Aid. The prime flavored Kool-Aid. It could happen, man. The, that, I, I don't know, think that's, don't that's not a reach, I don't think, Tom. No, I mean, I, I just think people, it's, it's the like you said, the best story. Now, uh, any idea who they play next week? Because I got their schedule right in front of me. Here's another chance to, to turn some heads. I, I, I just said it, but we can, oh, I can did, act like it. It's oh, Nebraska. Nebraska. They get Matt okay. Rule at home. Okay, I didn't hear you say that. but uh, You're good. You're but good. Uh, Colorado State, then, then they get Oregon, who right now has scored like 81 points. They play them the 23rd of September. So, hey, there's some chances here for Colorado to do some things and put themselves in the top ten. I was looking uh, Colorado Arena. If you, Oregon has like 81 if, points up right now. Yeah, yeah, eighty-one you, to seven, the final over uh, Portland State. I, there will be a lot of eyes on that Nebraska Colorado game because of again the Dion effect and just the brand that Nebraska still is. I don't know they haven't been the blue blood they were, but then you parlay that with the Heisman contender and Bo Nix in Week Three, like you just said. Tommy Dion couldn't ask for really a better setup schedule if they if they win those three games. I mean, you easily, easily be inside the top ten if and, you start 3-0. And, and he knows how to play the game. He had the, the white Colorado hoodie on, even though it was like 110 degrees on the turf today yeah. there in Fort Worth. He had the shades on. He had the chain around the neck. I mean, dude knows what he's doing. He knows how to market himself. He knows how to market that program. He, uh, he, he, was, he was on point. Yep, he looked good. He looked good. All right, we've still got one more segment here in this hour of Hog Reaction. Another 45 minutes or so. Chuck Barrett also going to join us on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. If you want to join us, jump in 877-377-6963. This is Hog Reaction presented by Teague Law Firm and Signature Bank live at CJ's in Russellville. All right, our final segment here. We're got about forty minutes or so. Chuck's going to join us to kick off the next hour. So excited to hear from the voice of the Razorback. His thoughts on Game One. We got eleven of these to go. At least regular season. Hopefully, we'll see these guys in a bowl game as you well. Tommy, we got, got his plenty. burger ordered: grilled onions, fresh jalapenos, mustard, cheddar cheese. Listen, 
Listen, I'm not an intern. I'm a program director. If I was interning, I'd get his burger. He wants but his. If he wants it, he wants his chocolate shake with the right amount of chocolate in it. You better not mess this up. And salted listen, crispy fries. He's he has sent in his order. You better have it ready, Ty. Listen, when when Chuck when we were at McClarty Daniel that one time and he told me to go get him some coffee and he was kidding, of course, but I almost and you I said yes, sir, yes, sir. No, no, no. That ten years ago it would have been yes, sir, Mister Barrett, but. 28-year-old tie. It's a, it's a different story. Hope he knows that. He forgot so, the cream no, and it, sugar. It, it was it, it tie hustled double time to get to get the cream and sugar. So get salt right, on there, them, there. salt on them fries, Ty. Now don't, yeah, don't forget that. Uh, I, I, I out of the kindness of my heart, I might end up doing that. We'll see if it ends up mustard. No ketchup. No ketchup on the burger. Mustard. Is Chuck a mustard guy. I guess that's the first thing we need to ask him. <laughs> what do you put on your burger? Yeah. <laughs> Fans are screaming at the radio, give him some dead dead questions. But again, he'll join us as we kick off that hour as well. I have uh, surprisingly not eaten yet. I don't know if that's uh, discipline or stupidity. Um, Probably the latter. Give you something to do on the the ride home, right? Yeah. So if you're still making your way uh, out of the rock, heading down 40, maybe you stopped along the way, uh, do some shopping or other things, exit 81. What'd you call it? The OG, the OG of uh, of CJ's Butcher Boy Burgers. The OG, the OG of CJ's. Uh, the original Keith took it over from his his late father, and uh, it's again, it's a place that people have come to know over the years, and for good reason. Best burgers, fries, and shakes. It, it hey. is the. It was one of my favorite pit stops when I was a kid driving from Little Rock up to Northwest Arkansas. Dude, when I lived in Russellville twenty five years ago, uh, and going to Redneck Tech. Um, there was a Waffle House in that location, and there's the one that's still across. It was the only interstate exchange in the country, I was told, that had a Waffle House on both sides of the interstate. There was, that's there was, there was a two waffle, waffle Houses? Yeah, there, there's one. If you go across 40 back towards Arkansas Tech, there's one there on the left. And then there was uh-huh. one where you're sitting right now. You had, you had waff, two Waffle Houses within a, you know, within a four-iron of each other. Jeez, Louise. Yeah. Didn't uh, that you learn something new every day? Yeah. Did not know that. That's what used point. to be in that location was a was Wolf House. Then they moved from there up to the other exit. But yeah, we've two. had a lot of. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. So you had two Waffle Houses there. So, jeez, man, I did not know that. Well, now, hey, listen. The the more you do radio, the more you learn. And I yeah. just learned another uh, tidbit about Russell. And Arkansas boy, aren't today. you the better for it? <laughs> uh, amen. Amen, man. Try that I, line. Try that line on tonight. You know, hey, honey, did you know there was two waffle houses in Russellville? There you go. You got. You got right there. You're right there in front of the North Forty. I mean, you know, the North Forty Dance Club, right there behind you. You might just hang out there it. tonight. Yeah. You got a line I should use tonight? Uh, probably not one suited for the radio. Up? No, I'm out of the game, man. I'm 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 20 years next year. 20 years of marriage next year. So. Jeez, Louise, man. That's a my lines start with yes, ma'am. Now, <laughs> as they should, as they should I start with yes, ma'am. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Well, again, Chuck's going to join us. That, as that we way, kick I off can stay next... away from Teague Law Firm and their, and their divorce services. So. Yeah, I listen. If you're gonna if you're gonna call Robert, it should be yeah. you probably don't want to have to deal with the divorce aspect of yeah. that. But he would be the guy. Again, Robert and James, and then our friends at Signature Bank. If you need some stuff with any account stuff as well. So really appreciate those two being a part and the presenting sponsors of Hog Reaction, not just today, but all year long. When we come back, Chuck Barrett, the voice of the Razorbacks, joins us on Hog Reaction. 
All right, we got 30 more minutes of hog reaction live from CJ's, the Butcher Boy Burgers in Russellville. As it will be all season long, hog reaction is presented by Teague Law Firm and Signature Bank. We've gotten plenty of a reaction at this point on the McCarty Daniel Hotline from people who are at the game, watching the game, listening to the game. Well, we're going to get a chance in just a bit to talk to the guy that was calling the game, Mr. Chuck Barrett. So if you got a question for Chuck, you can send those in to us, 877-377-6963. Get some reaction again from the voice of the Razorbacks. Who joins us right now on the McCarty Daniel Hotline? Chuck, welcome in, man. Uh, before we get football questions going, what goes on your CJ's burger? Ooh, I would say uh, mustard and mayonnaise, uh, pickles, onions, Lettuce and tomato. Okay. Mustard, mayonnaise, onions, pickles, mayo. I'll, I'll relay that to the cashier, Tommy, so we get that <laughs> we get that order. He's saving you a seat, Chuck. So. Yeah. It's, <laughs> right, it's here, man. It's, it's, it's getting warm. Well, well Chuck, your, uh, yeah. just kind of your overall your your overall assessment of what you, you saw in person at War Memorial today. Well, I thought they did what they needed to do in the first quarter. Um, you know, they came out and they just took control of the ball game right away. And they forced turnovers on defense. Uh, they got three and outs early, uh, which led to good field position. If I'm not mistaken, Arkansas had five touchdowns in the first half, and on four of or four of those resulted in starting possession in plus territory. So um, I thought that was really important. You know, right at the start of the ball game, everything was just kind of on Arkansas. You know, on 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 one end of the field, and so. Um, you know, it wasn't perfect. Nothing is. You know, the fact that they kind of pieced the offensive line together today, it, it didn't seem to affect the pass protection at all. Might have affected the running game some. Um, you know, they scored 56 points, so it's hard to argue with anything they did. And, man, I just thought K.J. early on was flawless. I mean, uh, his throws were perfect. And I'm going to tell you, this Tesla kid can play. Um, I think that's one thing people talked about in their cars when they left today. Yeah, he can catch one of our passes. You just throw it in that direction, and he'll go find no, it. Throw it on his side of the field. Yeah, he's kind of like Burks. You know, they, he he's not as physical as Burks, and he's not quite as fast as Burks. And you know, he's not as you know Burks was Burks, but Tesla's the kind of guy that you know you throw it in his neighborhood. There's a pretty good chance he's going to catch it. Yeah. You're right about the uh, the touchdowns. Five in the first half, three of the four first drives. I mean, we've taken some calls and some text, and we've commented on the run game. But I I thought early. I'd love to hear what you think. Western Carolina was was basically drawing a line in the sand. They they were digging in their heels. They said we're not going to let five and one beat us with the run game. They loaded the box up, and Arkansas took what they gave them, which was the edge, which was the passes and the bubble screens and the receiver screens. Uh, is that what you saw, or why why didn't the run game work as effectively in the first half as they would have liked? Well, I think that had something to do with it, yes. I also think the passing game was easy. I mean, um, or 12, what, 12 of 12 yeah. before he made his know, first 12. Yeah. Incompletion. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, um, I think, you know, where they lined up and what they committed to probably had a lot to do with it. Um, I also think the fact that, you know, one of your Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.